Welcome to Be the CEO of Your Life and Business podcast with your hosts, Laura Katina and Amy Mara. This podcast was created for businesswomen in particular who are juggling pursuing their career, family life, and all of the things that come along with it. We know that building a career, running a business, and running your life can sometimes seem near impossible. In the Be the CEO of Your Life and Business podcast, Laura and Amy are going to share their experience of building their own careers as female attorneys, raising a family, and their journey to maintain wellness through it all. With more than 25 years of combined experience practicing law and years of juggling business, family, and wellness, they are about to have some very real and honest discussions about what it takes to manage it all and share tips, tools, and truth about how they make it all work. Welcome back to the Be the CEO of Your Life and Business podcast. I am super stoked about today's episode. And I almost had Laura do the intro because I can't contain how excited I am to bring this content to you today. But we are here and ready to talk about the importance of establishing your morning routines. And Laura is also going to talk about establishing an evening routine to set you up for success in the following day. Um, and the reason that I think that Laura and I are so excited about today's podcast is because this is something that we have come to realize that we are so passionate about because it has truly benefited us in so many ways since we started incorporating morning routines into our life and really making them such a crucial and integral part of our day every single day. Sunday to Sunday. So we are really excited to bring this content to you. And we really hope that some of the tips that we shared today can be incorporated into your days um, and could also leave you thinking about what you could better do for yourself to set up your days for, for success. So I think the best way to start with this is maybe just to go back to the time when we both realized that a morning routine was essential and was really necessary and started to really set up our days to be the most successful. It really, this is, you know, one of my favorite topics to talk about because it really is now the thing that keeps me on track. And it's the one solid thing that I have in my life for me every single day. And it really sets us up for success, starts every day on a positive note, although you know, there are some days that don't end on a positive note, but it gives you a positive start to the day. And this started for me, um, I was never really like a morning person before I had kids. I never worked out in the morning. Uh, There may may have been a short period of time where I used to go to the gym in the morning. I didn't have kids. I didn't care. I would get up, go to the gym, shower there, go straight to work, you know. But then once I had kids, it was impossible for me to work out and get to the gym after work. I was, you know, working full time. So it was just became impossible. So it started out as me just trying to find time to exercise. And the only time that I had was first thing in the morning. Mm -hmm. So this started probably about, where are we, 2021, 2013, after Kaylee was born. So this has been in the making for like eight years now. But I used to just get up really early to get my workout in. I started working out from home because I couldn't get to the gym. And I started realizing 
how much it helped me get through the rest of my day by starting the day before the kids were up. I always used to have the baby monitor with the camera down in the basement to like, and I was praying that nobody woke up and that I could get my workout in. But I used to run downstairs at 4, 4.15 with the camera, tiptoeing, praying I wasn't waking anybody up, get my workout in and then run back upstairs and get dressed and start the day of getting them up and out and off to, you know, uh, preschool and school and whatever. But over time, it developed into so much more than just working out. I realized the importance of reading personal development. And so I would pick a topic that was relevant to whatever, you know, I wanted to focus on at that point in time. So I said, you know what? I can't read at night because I literally can't keep my eyes open. I will fall asleep after like one page. So I said, you know what? I'm going to take a couple minutes in the morning and just start reading. And so now I do 15, 20 minutes of reading. I do my gratitude journal, which also helps me focus on starting the day on a positive note with what I'm thankful for. So that has developed. My morning routine is probably about an hour and 45 minutes. You know, it's evolved over time, but where I am now is I get up, you know, I go downstairs, I have my pre-workout, I get into the basement, I do my gratitude journal and my goals journal, which I think you mentioned this in a previous episode. We got started on that with uh, with Rachel Hollis and her Start Today journal. Right. So I have been following that practice for, God, probably three years now. So I do that journal, then I do my personal development. And then I start my workout and that probably takes me about 40 minutes from the time I get up to when I start my workout. My workout's usually between 45 minutes and 50 minutes or so. And then I actually added on after my workout, uh, tapping meditation. Have you heard of that, Amy? I have. Oh my God. Amazing. It's my new obsession. I absolutely love it. And it's really been helping me with sometimes I have like morning anxiety, just thinking of, you know, the things that I have to do and my to-do list is like running in my head. So that has really been helping me. And then I run upstairs, I have my post-workout recovery shake and I jump in the shower. <laughs> and that is my morning, but it sets me up for a less stressful day. So that has really been, been integral in reducing my stress levels um, and giving me a chance to learn uh, through personal development by reading. It, you'd be amazed at how much you can get through with just 15 minutes a morning. I've gone through so many books. So this routine has evolved over time, but it really sets me up for, for a positive start to the day. I know you have a pretty solid routine too. I do. And um, like you, I actually started with a morning routine once I started to realize that I had absolutely no time for myself after I had my daughter. So when I first, um, and like you, I was not really a morning person. I was definitely a person that liked to get up in the morning and start my day earlier than most people would. Um, but that was probably like six, six thirty. Nowadays, my quiet time, my like peak time for my day is waking up around four fifty, five o'clock in the morning and starting my day off with my morning routine, which is very similar to what you have as your morning routine. I do a gratitude journal. I do a memory journal that actually Olivia and Joey gave me for my birthday one year. So, so I started writing, I write down like one memory a day and it's supposed to be a five-year journal. And I'm, you know, I think I'm like halfway through now at this point, but I write down a memory from the day before I do a gratitude journal to really start my day off in that mind frame of contentment and gratitude and thankfulness because so 
so often I can really get bogged down in the anxieties of the day and the stressors of the day. But when you start your day forcing yourself to think of the positive and the good and the the things that you're grateful for in your life, it really does shift your mindset for the day. Of course, it's it's not going to happen overnight, but we've done this so consistently for so many years that it really can shape the way that you see your day evolving when you start from that positive frame of mind. And then also for me, I am an avid reader, um, but I don't really have time to read once the kids are back home from school um, and we have other responsibilities to take care of at night and getting, you know, snack bags ready and backpacks ready and all that stuff, bath time, everything, (laughs) all the things, all the mom things, dad things. So I make sure that I do my reading first thing in the morning. And again, it's another thing that really frames your mindset for the day. Um, Right now, I'm really into reading about uh, business development and leadership. It is definitely a passion of mine. And so I have a leadership devotional that I read every single morning from John Maxwell, who is, you know, the leadership guru. The best. I'm the best. And so I read that. And I also read, like Laura said, I read personal development or business development that is akin to what season of life I'm going through. But for, for me, this realization that I needed a morning routine did not come until after I had my daughter, like I alluded to before. And I remember distinctly that once I was done with maternity leave and I went back to the office to work and I would come home from work and I would try to do a workout in the middle of the afternoon. And at the same time that I was back at work and I was coming home and trying to figure out this routine, it was also the middle of the summer and it was hot. And I remember going through these workouts, like right when I got home with a baby, probably crying off to the side in the living room with me. And I was like, oh, this, there has to be a better way than this. And I will never forget that I started a workout program. I think you and I did it at the same exact time. And it was, it started in January and it was the first time where I said, okay, I'm going to wake up at 4.30 in the morning to start this entire routine and see if it works for me. And when I started doing it, it was really exciting because I started to see very quickly how taking that time for myself was crucial for me. I didn't realize how much I was lacking in taking care of myself and that self-care and how that was really affecting my overall performance as a mom, as an attorney, as a wife, a sister, a daughter, everything was really flowing from the fact that I had no time for myself. And so while waking up for some people, you know, before the sun rises is not that attractive or appealing, it also was that sacrifice that I was willing to make because I knew that I needed to make that time for myself in order to best serve the rest of me and the rest of my family and my work obligations for the rest of the day. So my favorite phrase that I came across very early on in this transition was, you can't pour from an empty cup. And my cup was literally empty, the the emptiest, most sad cup ever. (laughs) And I, as soon as I started to fill up my cup for myself first thing in the morning and start to really take care of myself wellness wise, that's mentally, physically, 
everything, I started to see just profound changes in how my days evolved. How do you feel that it has affected your work day, having a morning oh, routine? Oh, well, it has completely and drastically changed my work day. For me, I think I can speak most recently to the fact that, I mean, obviously we just started a new business and we started a new firm and there's certain, you know, craziness around that of starting right. anything brand new. But I also just am coming off of a period of time where having my son and having that lack of a morning routine and then still trying to show up for my business and for my clients every day, it was a struggle and it was really hard. And so what I came to realize in hindsight is that having that time for myself in the morning really set me up to say, okay, I took care of myself today. That's checking that off the, the list, right? Off of the to-do list that we have for the entire day. And now my focus can be on everybody else. Because right? as a working mom, right, as a business owner, your to-do list is endless. And if you, you have to be intentional about setting aside time for yourself. And I have over the years, I tell people how early I get up and they're like, you are out of your mind. And I say, <laughs> well, if I didn't get up this early, I would really be out of my mind because it's right. the only time that I have um, <clears throat> that I can set aside for myself to take care of myself. And it's so important mentally and physically to do that. But it's definitely like, like everything else in life, it's a decision. Yes. Um, and if somebody says, well, I can't, do well, why, why can you get up? And it doesn't have to be a two hour morning routine. I always tell people that you have to have something that works for you. Um, you may not want to get up and read for 20 minutes in the morning. Like we do. Um, you know, you may not want to start your day writing in a journal like we do, but you have to find at a minimum, <clears throat> you should be getting up, um, and get some kind of workout in. Um, there are like hundreds of thousands of at-home workouts that you can do at home without having to worry about getting to the gym. And the workout is important, but it's really more the mental aspect of actually taking that time for yourself, setting aside that time, because as the day goes on, you get lost in everything else that you have to do, especially like I have three kids. The second they get up, it's over. <laughs> they're, you know, they're calling me all at the same time. You know, you, I mean, I have three kids that I'm taking care of. Um, so, you know, we're getting them breakfast, we're getting them dressed, um, making sure their bags are packed. Um, most recently, making sure they have their masks, making sure they have everything they need for school. Right. And then as soon as they leave, I start to work. Um, and once they come home and once sports begin, forget it. So by the time I literally don't sit down at night until I'm getting in bed. And if I didn't take that time in the morning to work on myself mentally and physically, it would be non-existent. Yeah. And there's also a something to be said about the intentionality and the discipline and showing up for yourself that carries over into the rest of your day. Wouldn't you agree that it's, it's when you show up for yourself on a consistent basis and you are taking care of yourself on that consistent basis, you're starting to tell yourself and, and prove to yourself that you can show up consistently in doing the things that need to get done. And if you make these, those priorities and you make yourself the priority, then you're starting to realign all of the priorities in your life and it's going to trickle down. For me, uh, one of the 
the biggest things that came out of, you know, reading the personal development and showing up consistently to take care of myself was realizing that I wasn't prioritizing well. And so I started doing more, more work on prioritizing and that bled into my work days. So now for me, my morning routine as a business owner constitutes me not looking at my emails right first thing in the morning, but instead focusing on the most important tasks that I need to get done. And that starts from the day before when I establish what are the most important tasks that I have to get done tomorrow once I close the book on my work day. And so I, by showing up consistently, by creating a routine for myself, by making sure that I had the discipline to do the hard things, even when I didn't want to, it starts to prove to yourself that you can do this and that this is sustainable so long as you continue to show up. And that leads, well, first of all, that leads perfectly into the next thing that we want to talk about, which is um, an evening routine that I've recently developed. But I just want to say, you know, we're not discussing this to make, you know, we don't want anybody to feel bad that you don't have a morning routine and something like, but it's just to show you that it's possible to take care of yourself. It's totally possible. If we can do it, um, anybody can do it. I never thought that I would be getting up that early and having, you know, such a solid morning routine, but it's something that has taken me, you know, years to develop. It's evolved over time. Um, But we just want you to know that you can make time for yourself. Nobody else is going to take care of you, but you. Like if you're not doing it, nobody else can do it for you. Um, and one thing that that I've learned over time is that my morning routine actually starts the night before. So I always, since I started my morning routine, I would like get my gym clothes out um, the night before. I have them on my bathroom sink on the counter, ready for the next morning. You know, I have in the kitchen like my shakes or everything that I need for the morning is set out and ready. Um, but one thing that I've learned through doing so much personal development and listening to some of the best motivational speakers in the world, um, one thing that I realized recently over the last couple months is that they all talk about an evening routine. And one thing that they all do consistently is put away their phones like half hour, hour before they, they go to bed. And I would think to myself, I, I can't do that. <laughs> I just can't do it. Um, Did I, you start I, to twitch? <laughs> I started to twitch, checking my email, because I will literally check my work email until it's the last thing I do before I go to bed. Like, check my work email, make sure I've done it, responded to everybody for the day. And I was like, you know what? Maybe I should put my phone away um, and not go on social media for like a half hour. Let me start. Let me start with 15 minutes. Let me start with a half hour before I go to bed. And so, um, the first thing I did was took, I, cause I use my phone, was using my phone as my alarm for the morning. So I took my charger off my night table and put it across the room. And so now, you know, my phone is not on my nightstand. Um, I use my, I always have my Apple watch on. So I use an alarm, uh, sleep cycle, my favorite app. I use my sleep cycle alarm on my watch and it, you know, it wakes me up at four Oh five. It goes off and it just vibrates on my wrist and I don't need my phone next to my night table. So that was the first step that I took. Um, and then I would, when, when my phone was not next to my night table, I didn't grab it as soon as I got out of bed. So I get up, go into the bathroom, brush my teeth, get ready, get my clothes on. Um, And then I would walk out, pick up my phone and go downstairs, which was great because I was, but then I realized 
even though my phone's not next to my night table, wherever I pick it up from, as soon as the, the light turns on, I see whatever text messages, emails, the notifications, they all show up and I scroll, see them scrolling through them first thing in the morning. And, I, and something else that, that all of these people have spoken about is that they don't look at text messages first thing in the morning. They don't go on Instagram first thing in the morning. They don't read their emails. They wait, like you said, you don't look at your emails first thing in the morning. So I said, you know what? I'm going to try turning my notifications off at night before I go to bed. I have, I just have to remember to turn them back on in the morning. Before I put my phone down, I turn the notifications off for my text messages and uh, my emails. They're always off for Instagram, Facebook. I don't have those notifications on my phone, but for text and emails, they're off. So now when I pick up my phone, I don't see anything. Whereas before I would pick up the phone and immediately be stressed if I saw a work email that was sent after I went to sleep and I'd be like, oh my God, I have to do this this morning. I have to get to this. I have to respond to this person. This person texted me, this client. And it was really, even though the phone wasn't next to me at night, it was still like anxiety in the morning, picking up that phone and seeing those notifications. Now I sometimes, I don't even think about it. I pick up the phone I don't see anything. I don't even look. Now you have to have discipline to not actually go into the the messages and the emails to look. I've noticed that it's made a tremendous difference in the amount of morning anxiety that I was having from seeing those things. Now, um, maybe by like seven, I'll check my text messages. Now, if we have something going on or I know I have something coming up that day that I need to look for, I'll look in the morning. But that's honestly not very often. Like most things, the other thing that we, I think, have both learned over the years, most things are not an emergency. Right. So if they come in by text message or email. Right. Like it's not going to be an emergency. Most, and that's a mental shift that my personal development over the years has helped me to make. Um, Because in our prior life, everything was an emergency. And so everything was always on fire. Everything was an emergency. And so, you know, I was always in my texts and emails and and just anticipating the next emergency. And I've come to realize that most things are just not an emergency. And if I don't check my email until eight o'clock when I get to my desk, it'll be okay. So that is a routine that has developed over a long period of time. Um, But one of the benefits that I have seen, especially from that evening routine of turning everything off um, and just getting ready for the next day is reduced anxiety in the morning. And you're making specific choices. You know, we talk about the, the theme of our podcast is being the CEO of your life and your business. As a CEO, we always say you are the one in that in the control seat. You are the one that has the control. You can make those choices to say, I'm not going to even acknowledge somebody else's emergency, somebody else's need, somebody else's problem until I take care of myself. And that's okay. Because guess what? Like Mel Robbins would always say, that's still going to be there for you when you get to it. Don't worry. It's not going anywhere. It's going to sit in your inbox. It's going to sit in your text messages. It'll be there and you can focus on it. But what would be better? Focusing on it from that anxiety state that you were just talking about, about how you are spiraling because you see this and you say, oh my gosh, I have to get to this in the morning and I have to do this. And now any time that you're trying to devote to yourself 
to really taking care of yourself and being mindful and present and taking care of yourself is now completely bogged down by somebody else's problem. So is it time for yourself? No. And I've heard it characterized many times as not letting the world in first thing in the morning. Yeah. You can't. Um, because if you do, as evidenced by my prior anxiety-ridden mornings, and notwithstanding my workouts and my personal development and all that stuff, um, you know, I was anxious. And I was literally saying to myself, why do I fit? Like, honestly, I don't have any emergencies in my life. Like, nothing really stressful. I mean, the past year was just ridiculous with the kids being home and stuff. But um, in terms of, like, a real crisis, like – there's nothing going on that is sim- that is that important. Like if I get up and I don't check my emails, it'll be okay. And so I would think to myself in the mornings, like, what am I so stressed about? That's why I started doing the tapping too. Tapping. I mean, we could do a whole other episode on, you know, meditation and the personal development. Maybe we should do that yep, one day. Probably will. That'll be an upcoming episode. All the, the <laughs> different personal development and meditations we've done. But uh, but that has helped me tremendously. But I would say, like, why? What am I so stressed about? And once I started turning off those notifications and really focusing in the morning on my journaling and reading and my work and actually being physically there, I think I've spoken before about like before with, with my kids, like I would be physically present, but mentally I'm still at my desk right. and I'm still responding to emails. So really trying to focus on actually being mentally present instead of just physically present, you know. Um, incorporating that evening routine in addition to my morning routine has been tremendously helpful for me. Yeah. And you know what else too, is the idea that you can make the smallest little tweaks over time and you will see benefits from them and you will see the results come from them, but it's all up to you to make that decision. And you said this early on in this podcast episode is that you are the one that makes that decision. You have to be willing to make the change because nothing changes if nothing changes. You have to be willing to make that change to see if it's going to benefit you. And maybe it doesn't. Maybe you say like, I really don't like journaling first thing in the morning. Okay, so then don't do it. Do something else for yourself. But finding that pocket of time that works for you, creating the habits um, in that pocket of time that seem to be affecting you and benefiting you in the best way possible is the only way that you're going to affect change and growth. And that was the biggest thing for Laura and I that we, this has been trial by fire for us for years. And like I just said, I've been through a really rough season of having a newborn at home. And it just, I didn't have a newborn for four years before that. And it really changed my entire life. It turned it completely upside down. But all I had to say to myself, of course, after talking to you about it ad nauseum and you turning around and being like, just, do one thing, just change one thing about your day. And I started, you know, taking walks with my son and that would be my workout. And that's okay. That was fine for now. Or I would move when I would do my journaling or do my reading to when he was napping. And that's okay too. At least it was still getting done. And I was still taking that time for myself because the bottom line for any morning routine, evening routine is these are just habits and these are um, things that are going to help you become the best version of yourself and show up as the best version of yourself every day, which is what we all hopefully strive to do. And if you feel like 
you are juggling all the things you are working, you have kids, um, you know, we're just coming out of a pandemic. And I have to say my morning routine was routine was literally the only sense of normalcy that I had throughout the entire pandemic. I did not miss a day, even on the weekends. Um, even if I'm doing just like stretching, uh, and I'm not doing a full workout, I get up and I do my journal and I read, even if it's an abbreviated version of my morning routine, I have to start my day that way because if I don't, I'm totally thrown off. So if you feel like you need something like that, um, like Amy said, you don't have to try to incorporate all these different things at once. In fact, I have found that if you start, if you, if you try to change too many things at once, you're going to end up changing nothing because yeah. you'll get frustrated. So if you start in like tiny pieces, like get up a half hour earlier and do a little workout. Start with one thing and then you can build up to something that works for you. Um, but it has really changed our lives. So that is why we wanted to share all of our routines and all of the things we've learned with you today. It was a topic we, we've been excited to talk about. And so we, um, we hope that this was helpful for you today. We thank you for spending some time with us and we will talk to you next week on the next episode. so much for listening to the Be the CEO of Your Life and Business podcast. If you have not already done so, be sure to leave us a rating and review so that we can reach even more businesswomen just like you. We will see you again next Monday for a brand new episode.